Hello, this is Collective Noun Radio. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Tonight on the show, Zach, we're talking parents who party hard because Shane Warne's back in the news. I was wondering about Shane Warne, Dom. Yeah. Tell me this. Do you reckon he's pretty happy that Instagram and Tinder weren't around when he played cricket? Because I don't think he would be training much. (laughs) I reckon he's unhappy because that was when he was at the height of his fame. Imagine him. He tours around the world on someone else's money and he could just jump on Tinder in India, in England. But imagine the... South Africa. Imagine the scandals that are in sport today. Can you imagine the scandals that would have been around if Warney had Tinder back in the late 90s? There wouldn't have been enough room in the newspaper. They genuinely would have had to do special editions. They would do a section. It'd be news at the front, sport at the back... And Warney's latest controversy in the middle. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Zach, um, over the weekend we were alerted to a theft, a a robbery of which we are the victims. And firstly, we'd like to say thank you Mm. to the people in the community who are looking out for this type of thing, reporting this theft, letting us know that we've been stolen from. Uh, And we're going to keep them anonymous. Obviously, they've tipped us off to the crime. We're not going to throw them in there. They've left the country. They've left the country. That was the agreement. (laughs) They give us this information. We provide them access to leave the country. So, um, Zach, uh, last Wednesday night on the show, we asked people on the phones, do you share your name with a famous person? Have you got a famous name? Yes. Two days later, Friday afternoon, over on the AM band on ABC Radio. A man no, they the... wouldn't betray us, would they? You wouldn't think so. You'd th- think they'd have ethics. I thought on the AM band, mm. they were like really straight, really by the books. Yes. But maybe that's, it's always the people you least expect. That's what they say, isn't it? What happened, Dom? So just a reminder, this is us on Wednesday night. 131060, give us a call. Do you share your name with someone famous? This is John Taylor of the ABC on Friday afternoon. All afternoon, we've been saying, if you share your name with a famous person, give us a call. (laughs) John, John, John. John. I feel there's been a theft afoot, Dom. You know, Zach, when I was younger, my house got broken into. Yes. And the feeling I had when I saw my window crowbarred open when I came home is the exact same feeling I have now. I'm not feeling good about this, John. Um, I will point out. What a great voice. Oh, he's much better than us. <laughs> that, that is what they mean by voice for radio, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Um, it sounds better coming from him, but we still did it first. So that's two days later. Yes. The exact same segment mm. in the same city, mm. just across the river, I believe. Yeah, they're, they're, we could walk there. In fact, maybe we will. Maybe there's still a lockup. <laughs> One question. Yes. Side note. How do we feel about the ABC stealing an idea? Seeing as they would be going dramatically after a different clientele. <laughs> Much older, I would imagine. How do we feel that an idea we thought was good... (laughs) Oh, that's so true. ...on the ABC, on the AM band, they also thought was good? As long as they don't steal knitting chat from us, then we'll be okay. But you're right, that is is potentially a concern. I can't imagine they're going to be doing secret sound. (laughs) We're not going to hear that over on the AM band. Um, We've got to take a stand, though, Zach, because on our show coat of arms, we have three words in Latin that translate to our values. And one of them is... What are those Latin words? Uh, I'll be honest. No, never, don't come on. I know you memorized it. Uh, I've never understood the, the Latin. But yeah, I, just I, I do your best to pronounce it. Uh, it's Levencia, yep. which uh, is justice, yes. obviously. Uh, and then um, Alinci, mm-hmm. um, which stands for another show value, which, of course, you know is um, 
Peace. Peace, yes. Justice, peace. And the last one is, funnily enough, the same word translated in English. Um, What's that? Sleep-ins. <laughs> okay, yeah. Our show stands for justice, peace, and sleep And say it in Latin? <laughs> oh, I think we've all heard that for the no, night. No, no, no. I want to um, hear it. Uh, Valencia, Alinci, sleep-ins. Oh, I get goosebumps every time <laughs> you say it. And we wouldn't be living up to the values of our show if we didn't stand up for justice right now. I think what we need to do in <laughs> the course of a proper investigation, yeah. we can't go throwing allegations around of theft without giving a right of reply. Yeah. We need to get this John Taylor onto the radio show Yes, and hear what he has to say. What are the chances though? Criminals run. This they is do. my concern. Are we going to be able to well, get we him, we know Zach? his name and we know where he works. <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> so he's not going anywhere. And if you work at ABC Brisbane and John Taylor doesn't show up to work tomorrow, <laughs> he's on the run and he's started a, an international life of mystery. Do you think, what's the time now? Quarter past 11. Mm, quarter past 10. Is it? Sorry. Yes. I'm, I'm obstructed towards the uh, <laughs> clock. I don't think we can get him on now, could we? Oh, I reckon he's probably asleep. I think he Should does... we try to get him on tomorrow? I reckon we'll try for tomorrow night. Let's go away. We'll set up like a crisis management center, yep. put a, ch- uh, a chalkboard up, yep. and let's uh, let's map this out. We need to turn off the lights in here. We need to get a <laughs> light that hangs down, yep. and we're going to do an investigation. John Taylor on the show tomorrow night, if all goes well. We'll Hopefully. be confronting him. This is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Dom, on 131060, we're asking the weirdest place you've fallen asleep. This mm. is after a story out of Melbourne. The Australian Open is on at the moment. The headline reads, Ball Boy wakes up to discover he's locked in a train holding yard after falling asleep exhausted on the way home. And I can understand this. He's yes. had a big day uh, chasing the balls at the Australian Open, being a ball boy. It's a, look, it's it's underrated how hard that job is. Mm. There's a lot of running. You're in the sun all day. And, uh, and you know what? They're pretty young. He's catching the train home. Mm. He falls asleep. The strange thing I find is that no one noticed he was still on the train. Yes. The train does its final stop goes to the depot, mm. he wakes up there, dazed and confused. I love this when, because you hear these stories occasionally, people falling asleep on public transport, mm. and they wake up in the depot, and, and I just think surely that should be the job of the driver. Well, this exact thing actually happened to our producer, Michael. It did. Um, Michael, you're on microphone one over there. We'll Come on in. Get you on there. We can talk to someone firsthand here. Yes. Michael, this pretty much exactly happened to you. Is that right? Yeah, you guys know how difficult 7am uni classes are, right? You've been there. Well, you're talking to two people who have both not finished their university ah, degrees. So, well, yes. Imagine a bad class. Yeah. And uh, yeah, to the point where I fell asleep on the train, they didn't check for me, and I woke up in an unfamiliar area. Yep. Well, had to go knock on the driver's door. So, this is my question. What happens when you wake up in the depot? Well, and uh, you realise, like, well, the train's not moving. Yeah. This isn't a station I <laughs> I recognise. I went and knocked on the driver's door, and he sort of, straight away, he saw me, he realised what happened. Mm. And he said, look, one of the train stations is actually just a two-minute walk. I'll show you, I'll take you to the depot and take you there. And I said, okay, cool, thanks. And as we were going, he said, um, usually when this sort of stuff happens, there's actually a bit of paperwork to do, so don't tell anyone. Oh, really? <laughs> so, so now you, you all know. Well, well what actually, type of paperwork would be involved? Or maybe uh, just on safety. Was it, uh, did you have to sign like a non-disclosure <laughs> about the secret trains you saw? <laughs> well, it's funny. Over the weekend, I saw that new movie, Lion, which yep. is the story based on a true story of a kid who falls asleep on a train in India. Really? This and is happening everywhere. This is happening everywhere. Uh, he ends up getting adopted by a family in Australia, though. Did you get a new adopted family out of your train experience? Yes. Yes. Oh. Same story. <laughs> wow. Thirteen ten sixty. The weird places you've fallen asleep. I fell asleep in uh, airport in Sri Lanka <laughs> after a very long flight. Right. Uh, just down on the uh, tiles. Just fell asleep on the just tiles. Just fell asleep. Did you lie down intending to sleep? No, I sat down. I had my passport, my wallet. <laughs> 
<laughs> and oh, like and like my keys in my hand. It would have looked like one of those current affair public conscience tests. You know what I mean? Yes, they exactly. I was actually holding them flat palmed. <laughs> right. And this guy woke me up. Thank goodness. Yeah. He was from the um, airplane, and he's like, "Yeah, man, you can't sleep here." <laughs> 13, 10, 60, weirdest place you've fallen asleep. Tim, what's your story? Hey, mate. When I was a bit younger in preschool, we used to have like a get picked up in our little bus route thing, like the centre had a bus. Yep. And um, one, one day I, we took the bus, my sister and I, and then um, she's fallen asleep at the back of the bus. And then when we got there, nobody sort of counted to see the heads that arrived and she she got left there until about lunchtime. Oh, she, so she stayed on the, the bus while you guys all went into the the. The, was it like daycare? Yeah, yeah, daycare sort of thing, but yeah. yeah. Tim, weren't you on the bus as well? <laughs> yes, I was, mate. So you left your sister on the bus? <laughs> well, come on, mate. You know, I was socialising, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she needed to get her rest. <laughs> That's fair enough. Uh, Graham, what happened to you? Uh, I had a friend that um, his father would quite often actually go to the toilet in the middle of the night and you'd find him there the next morning. What, you'd find the, the guy's father sitting on the toilet? Yep, he'd, he'd be sitting on the toilet um, like he hadn't finished his business and you'd find him there at around about five or six hours later. Oh, that's ah. not good because it would have dried as well. You can't use toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> it would have dried. You can't use toilet paper at that stage. I, I don't know what he was doing, but all I know is that he went there in the middle of the night and then you'd, you'd find him there around about breakfast time. Oh. Scary dream, isn't it? Wow. Um, Jake, you're also online. Yours is a toilet as well. Where did you fall asleep, Jake? Um, well, toilet cubicle of a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jake, you had a little bit to drink by that stage? Oh, uh, yes, yes, definitely. Wasn't it, like, yeah. particularly loud and <laughs> not a great environment to sleep in, Jake? Well, clearly not. So, I, I thought they would have checked the toilet cubicles, but no. 5am, wake up, walk through, places empty, chairs are up. <laughs> Door was locked. <laughs> the cleaner was in. Hang on, Jake. So how how long did you get? Like I thought you meant like a nap. Did you have a full night's sleep in the nightclub cubicle? Full night's sleep. Full night's sleep. <laughs> oh, firstly, it's cheap accommodation. <laughs> Secondly, Jake, yeah, I think there's a fine line between falling asleep and passing out. Which one do you think you <laughs> fell into? <laughs> I think I was dancing on the line. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Dom, I feel like you can learn a lot about someone by their internet search history. Yep. And that's why you've been kind enough to agree to this. Dom's Google History. Whoa, okay. <laughs> can only imagine. The way this works, Dom, is I've been through your week of Google searches. Mm. I've picked out my favourite three. You have to explain to Brisbane why you Googled what you Googled. You right. ask some crazy questions, Dom, some interesting ones, some philosophical ones. Well, look, I'm, I'm keen to, to help you understand. I mean, sometimes this is educational as well. People learn what I've learned. I want to stress particularly this week, <laughs> these are actual things Dom has Googled. I am not making these I up. I feel like I need to do that disclaimer, okay. particularly this week. Oh, I'm keen to see what I've Googled then. Dom, explain these. Yep. Our first one, Friday, 1.18am. Can men wear women's deodorant? <laughs> Why were you Googling that? Uh, okay, I was... <laughs> oh, this is awful. I was on holidays with my yep. parents for a few nights, yep. and I forgot to take deodorant, yep. and I couldn't find my dad's. All I could find was my mum's deodorant. Yep. And so I wanted to know if it's okay for men to wear women's deodorant. What did you think was going to happen? Well, I just thought, are people going to know? Do you think that you're going to turn into a woman? <laughs> That's not where the secret powers are hidden. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just I didn't want to walk past someone and be like, are you wearing... Almost? What was it called? What was it called? Uh, it was a Nivea. Something Nivea. Yep. I don't know. Um, I wore it. Yeah. And it was, it was not too bad, actually. And you smelled beautiful. I did. <laughs> I'm thinking of buying a, a can of it myself. <laughs> okay. Wednesday, 2.30. Are dogs kissing when they lick you? <laughs> You cannot tell me you haven't wondered that sometimes. No, not at all. You've never wondered that. Have I wondered if dogs are kissing me? Yeah. If Do in- I? Have I wondered if a dog is romantically attracted to me? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> well, kissing isn't always romantic. Oh, it's a, it's always an affection. Thing. It's always affectionate. So I was yeah. wondering, is is it to them just trying to get like food off you or whatever, or is it genuinely a way of showing affection? And um, turns out it's a way of showing affection. It's true. So this is this is funny. I don't funny. think it is. I no, think that's incorrect. They learn behaviour apparently, dogs. So they learn that you feel touched no, and, they don't. and loved. Their tongues are their hands. They <laughs> they see they interact with the world through their mouth. Do you know why they're licking you? Why? Because you're sweaty and you have salt on you. <laughs> They like salt. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to choose to decide that my dog loves me. And that's Your dog going... doesn't love you. <laughs> that is the darkest thing. <laughs> it likes salt. Right. Okay. Well, that ties well into the next one. All right. Tuesday, 2.25 a.m. How often do most people hug? <laughs> <laughs> and that was followed up a couple of minutes later. <laughs> Google search that said average hugs per day. <laughs> Why would you Google that? I just, I just didn't think I was getting enough hugs in my day-to-day life. I thought compared How, to other, what, what do you mean? How, from who? Like from friends, know. family? Well, compared to other people, I just thought maybe everyone else is getting more hugs than me. I assume by the follow-up Google, you weren't finding much. <laughs> Well, turns out, no, most people get around four to eight hugs a day. Mm. I don't know if I've had four to eight in the last month. You know, if you Google something like that, an alert should come up on your phone. (laughs) Are you feeling lonely? (laughs) (laughs) Should you talk to someone? This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making out of context news today, Ryan Gosling is really struggling in a game of Guess Who? I feel like there's an infinite amount of combinations of people and so it's it's the options are infinite. Also, Taylor Swift was asked how people enjoy watching tennis. That was a really interesting question. I really do probably have to think about that for a long time and I will never figure out the actual answer. (laughs) Hardest question of the day. And Donald Trump wasn't impressed with the juggler at the circus. Well, they had many balls. They had like 10, 12 balls. Who wants to have like 10 different balls? This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Zach, over the weekend, I uh, bought my first pair of thongs in about eight years. Uh, Congratulations and happy Australia Day. (laughs) You know, it did feel an appropriate time. I was uh, I was going to the beach. I'm not a, you can probably tell, I'm not a big beachy type person. No, let me guess. Once a year. <laughs> Once a year is probably about right for the beach. I, I don't mind going to the coastal areas. but it's You rare go to like... the beach as much as you celebrate Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> One day a year, you venture to the beach, you say, this is nice. And outside of, normally like 5pm, outside of the, the heavy UV times as well. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, that's just sunspot. <laughs> you know what? And that's what I say, right? <laughs> um, uh, but I, I did buy my first pair of thongs. I Look, there's a few issues with thongs in general. There's a reason I haven't ha- owned a pair for eight years. Yeah. Firstly, I don't think I am ever casual enough for thongs. In any in any area of my life, mm. I'm never casual enough for thongs. I've never seen you even in shorts. <laughs> That's very true. So thongs would be a big stretch. Uh, reason two is they're $35. 
No, they're not. The, the thongs I bought were $35. Yeah, you can get thongs for $35, but you don't uh, have to why, pay $35. Surely it would cost like $2 to make them. I'm not normally one who gets mad about cost price mm. versus sale price, but this is a, two pieces of plastic put together. You can quite easily buy thongs for $2, can like you? you rightfully have pointed out. <laughs> Are they good thongs? Uh, well, you get what you pay for. <laughs> right. And But here's my major issue, right, is where you can wear thongs. Yes. So you and I have a friend who works here who wears his thongs into work in the middle of a weekday. Yes. Just wears his thongs into work with jeans. Inappropriate. Completely I don't inappropriate. want to see toes in the workplace. <laughs> oh, I, I, mean, I don't ask for much. No, you don't. It's on your, your, your contract when you come so in. So why didn't you wear them? Like, I know that you say that you're rarely casual, but I don't think that's the real reason. Uh, I, just, I don't think you're comfortable with your feet. I, I'm not comfortable with anything below the belt. <laughs> to be completely honest. Yeah, okay. Any... And that's a new direction. <laughs> but I'm talking not just that, I'm talking the shorts, I'm talking anything from then on. Well, I we just... have heard previously on the show, and we'll catch up if you haven't heard this before. Yeah. Until recently, you were showering in your clothes. <laughs> you were a never nude. <laughs> I'm a never you've nude. Only, no, yeah. well, you've only recently become a sometimes nude. <laughs> a sometimes nude. Is you were a never nude. Yep. You're not fully nudist yet. That's an always nude. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're a sometimes nude, an appropriate nude, I would point out. Oh, I would happily go around now without a shirt on. Yes. Right? Obviously in the right But this is a new development. <laughs> yes, it is. So um, recently you were showering your clothes. I've never seen you in shorts. Yep. So branching out to thongs is a big stretch for you. So you think slowly, give it 10 or 15 years, and I'll be on the nudist beaches. I'll just completely embrace the life. It's the natural progression <laughs> of where we're going. For the late night Macca's run, this is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Zach, 131060, we want to know, do your parents party harder than you? Mm. If you've got parents who are a little bit wild... Um, and obviously, uh, if you could ask anyone in Australia what the source of this news story could be, I reckon most would take a punt that it's probably Shane Warne. Yeah, when you think of <laughs> parent-aged people and yes. partying, Warney comes straight to mind. So this is the story that's gone out today. So he's got three kids with his ex-wife, Simone, and yes. the eldest of them, Brooke, is 19. Women's Day, um, the, that great uh, publication, has run a serious journalism piece, Zach, about claims that Brooke Warne is following in her father's hard-partying footsteps. Warney's been in trouble over the years. I mean, yes. he famously smokes a lot. Or he might not anymore. Did did he get rid of the smokes for I'm a celebrity, get me out of here? Because uh, he couldn't he smoke in the jungle. He might still be off the smokes. I'm not sure. Right. But I mean, there's that famous photo of him sculling that beer. Yep. Remember that one where he puts his whole mouth over the cup? <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, there's been numerous scandals involving... Um, mobile phones in a various form. And there was that, that woman in Adelaide who matched with him on Tinder a few years ago. There was that story that went out and she spoke about how he, he was really He likes to pushing. party. He's a, look, he, he just never grew up. He's basically like Peter Pan in the most depressing adaptation of Peter Pan that's ever been made. So you can imagine in his household, yes. usually when a teenager gets to 19 years old, <laughs> yep. it's the parents asking the kid, like, where have you been and stuff like that. I imagine in that household, it's the reverse. You know, Warney stumbles in. <laughs> The kids are like, where have you been? Have you been partying again? And he's like, no. And they're like, come over here. I can smell alcohol on your breath. Well, so this bit of the story is amazing, right? Because even if Brooke Warne is getting into the partying, she'll just never match her dad. You know, she's forget cricket abilities. She's living in her father's shadow in the party scene. At her 18th birthday in 2015, her dad joined her and her friends for fireball shots. A quote from Warney says, I love it. It knocks your socks off. It was Brooke's 18th and she's like her dad. We can drink. He's proud. <laughs> That's it. You know, I think my dad was proud when I got a, a good OP after graduating from yeah. high school, things like that, but not Warney. Here's my pitch for Warney. Yeah. He opens a Hogwarts-like school. 
the kids who want to learn how to party. <laughs> and he plays the... Uh, He's Dumbledore. The Elvis Dumbledore character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's, if, if, uh, if anyone who makes movies is listening, you just have your next blockbuster on your hands there. <laughs> Uh, thirteen ten sixty. Do your parents party harder than you? Are they a little bit wild? Maybe they uh, had a few drinks at one of your parties. I you hear occasionally those stories of parents who hit on their kids' friends. Yeah, yeah that's awkward. Yeah, that's always awkward. I want to hear a story. Did your parents get up on the table and dance? <laughs> uh, McKeely, do your parents party harder than you? Oh my goodness, yes. My dad is turning 56 years old this year mm. and we have just been to a wedding where my sister and I were like, Dad, they're kicking us out of the venue. Like, we have to go now. 20-year-old guys all around the place and he outdrank all of them. Oh, You're wow. in Pants Down, Eagle Rock. There's all these really good-looking 20-year-olds, Pants Down, and then there's my 56-year-old father right in the middle of it. <laughs> and oh, how do you this, feel about this? Yeah, are you, yeah, are look, you proud or embarrassed? Um, look, to be honest, sometimes when he's the last one summing out, I'm a bit like, yeah, that's my dad. Yeah, right, it is. That's pretty cool. But then when the pants were down, it was more like, oh, mum, fix it. Fix it, please. <laughs> um, Ashley, do your parents party harder than you as well? Definitely. It's my mum. Your mum. What, what does she do? Uh, at my engagement party a few years ago, she uh, decided to get on the shot blades for the night. Um, Thanks, mum. Good one. Yeah, yeah. Instead of finishing the shot, she was uh, drinking half of them and decided that she would tip the rest on her head. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. this sounds woke, like... up with a, woke up with a hangover the next morning and asked me why her hair was so sticky. <laughs> it's That's just, a hard one to explain. Yeah, and it's not a conversation you want to have with your mum. No, it should be the opposite way around. <laughs> it really should be. Um, Jordan, your parents party harder than you? Oh, boy, do they. What, what happened, Jordan? Um, well, we're at a family gathering. This is a regular occurrence. My mum going off the chain. Um, we were at a family gathering mm. and my mum doesn't like paying for drinks. So she gets like one drink and then she has an OPEC sports bowl that she refills with wine. Okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah, she's crafty she's, as well. She's economic. Yeah. She's, anyway. She's very smart. She knows what she's yes, doing. She is. So she down, well, I think she was on a third bottle, bless her heart. And I go to the bathroom, come back, and she is. My mum's fifty years old, and she was standing around. Um, there was a whole group of people standing around her, and they were yelling "chug, chug, chug," <laughs> and she was downing a two-liter bottle of custard. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, Jordan, your mum sounds amazing. Is there any chance she can come to my next party? <laughs> There's lots of custard. Oh. You can be sure of that. <laughs> This is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Zach, so just before we get out of here tonight, um, the Australian Open is on at the moment. You've been watching much of the Open? No, I haven't, but it's hard to escape. It's literally on every one of Channel 7's channels, and yes. they have like four or five. Yeah. So you've seen a bit out of the corner of your eye and then turned it off. I tried to watch a little bit today, actually. Right. Uh, I didn't last very long. <laughs> Here's what I don't get about how these tournaments work. I, I found this out the other day. Mm. So the tickets to go to see the Australian Open are really expensive, mm. as you can imagine. It's a prestigious event. But do you know most of them sell out before the tournament begins? No. So they do. There's, there's a bit of info. Now, why I think that's weird is because it would be one of the only things you buy tickets for what you're not sure you're going to see. Mm. You know, if you buy State of Origin tickets, you know you're going to see New South Wales versus Queensland. If you buy tickets to the Australian Open final a few weeks out, you don't know if you're going to be seeing Federer or Nadal, or you're going to end up with Kyrgios. Yeah, I see how that's a problem. <laughs> I guess, it's, but that happens in all sports, doesn't it? No, like, no, no, in no. the rugby league, you'd buy tickets to the grand final before you knew who was in it. Would you? Yeah, people buy them now. Why? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't know why people buy oh. tickets to the tennis full stop. <laughs> uh, that's all we got time for tonight. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online at facebook.com slash collective noun comedy. Brisbane's Hit 105.